<laughs> Hi everybody, welcome to Live from the Backseat. Hi everybody, welcome to Live from the Backseat with your girl Simone. How are you? How have you been? It is the new year. Welcome. We are in 2022. Praise Jesus, baby. We fucking made it, okay? So here we are. Um, as you can see, I'm not in the studio. I am currently in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. I'm taking a little solo, little solo getaway. Um, that wasn't the plan at first, but God's plan is always better than the original plan. And so uh, thank God it worked out this way because I really needed these like three days just alone and in the sun. You see, I got a little tan. Oh, y'all see that? Y'all see that? Like a little, oh, look at all, looking all brown and golden and shit, you know? So. We flourishing, baby. We thriving in abundance, limitlessly. Isn't that what Kelly said? I think that's what Kelly said. So yeah, here we are. I'm so excited. Um, I'm just happy to be back, man. It's been a minute since I did one of these. It's like, I feel like being a newborn all over again in the podcast world. Like, I feel like a newborn baby. I haven't been in front of the camera in months. And there's a reason for that. There's a good reason for that. I promise I just haven't been like MIA for no reason. Um, there's been a lot of shit going on, but we're going to get into that. Don't worry. I got y'all. We're going to, uh, we're going to catch up today. We're going to touch base. We're going to talk about what we're doing in the new year. We're going to talk about manifestation. We're going to talk about, I'm going to, I'm going to share my testimony with you guys. Um, we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna get this thing going. So first, before we get started, I do want to address the new schedule for this new year. Um, last year, we definitely got away from our consistency um, in terms of just these episodes and the podcast. It definitely was more of a struggle. Um, but this year, I'm back and I'm better. I'm structured, baby. I got, you know what I'm saying? I got my shit a little bit together now. You know what I'm saying? I left a little bit together now. Just a little bit together. So we're going to have a new schedule. Um, our new schedule is going to be, we're going to do blog posts on Mondays. That's going to stay the same. We're still going to do the blog posts on Mondays, but we're going to do episodes now every other Friday. So this is your first, you know what I'm saying? Your first Friday. Um, in the back seat, back in the back seat, and then not next Friday, next Friday, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be minding my damn business, and then the Friday after that, I'm gonna be back. So that's how we're gonna do it um, moving forward, and we're just really gonna like work with that. Um, reasons I was inconsistent last year is really just because I, I had to tend to my business. Um, having a business is like having a baby. It's like having another baby. And so, you know, there was just a lot of growth that really required me to, like, just strategize and focus and um, and just pause some things. Um, I really think, like, a lesson I got in 2021 that was really valuable to me is the lesson that, like, it's okay to take a break. Like, you know as being somebody who really considers himself a go-getter and like, I don't fucking quit anything. I will, I will try and try and try until I figure it the fuck out. Um, it, it's really important to remember that like pausing is not quitting. It's okay to take a fucking break. It's okay to take a break and to like take a step back from something. So that way you can like get a fresh perspective and, and get really renewed in your vision and then come back to it. Um, just with this new sense of clarity and uh, just a better uh, sense of direction and purpose, which is really what has happened to me here um, with this podcast. So I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, also, 2022, we have a bunch of new digital products for you guys. I am so excited. Um, something that I worked really, really hard on last year was packaging together a lot of um, the things I do for my coaching clients, packaging together a lot of these, this wisdom and these activities that um, really help guide me and um, the people around me and help, help me to achieve 
basically anything I put my mind to at this point. If it, if I write it down, I'm gonna achieve it, baby. Um, so I've been, I just thought, you know, I really, you guys had been asking me, you know, all these questions about like, how do you do certain things? Um, looking for resources. And, you know, if y'all know me, I love to be a resource. I love, love, love to be a resource. I love to help other people. So I wanted to make a way that I could package these things for you guys easily and accessibly. So we have done it. We have all these wonderful digital products coming to you guys this year. The first one we have right now is actually available on livefromthebackseat.com right now. So go livefromthebackseat.com, okay? Go there. Um, there you will find our affirmations workbook and this workbook is so wonderful because if you are somebody who in 2022 you've decided that this is going to be your year like this is the year you're going to get your get a, get control of your mindset you're going to master your mind you're going to really start putting in that effort to mentally and spiritually start creating and manifesting this beautiful life that you can be so proud of um, if you're somebody that's looking to like deepen their connection to self deepen that self-love build more confidence affirmations and a daily practice of affirmations is the perfect place to start for you when you practice affirmations daily what you're really doing is you're rewiring your brain with positive neural pathways so you're literally taking the negative pathways in your brain and you're deconstructing them and you're replacing them with something really positive, right? You're replacing them with these positive, um, empowering thoughts rather than these limiting beliefs that really stifle us in our growth. So if you are somebody who is really looking to like shift your mindset this year, I would highly, highly recommend that you go to livefromthebackseat.com and you go check out our affirmations workbook. It's very affordably priced and um, it has daily affirmations as well as affirmations activities that you can work through that you can really start using to um, shift your mindset this year. So that's the first thing that I wanted to make sure I brought to y'all. Um, what else? Damn. Okay. So like, damn. All right. Where did we leave off? The last time we talked, I was on, on the camera. I was crying. I was stressed the fuck out because you know, motherhood, um, being a mom is stressful as fuck. Being a single mom is doubly stressful as fuck. Um, and so I was on here crying, stressed as fuck because of mom guilt and, um, just sharing the struggles that I go through through trying to like be this uh amazing boss woman and this student and still be an amazing mom um update on that um still trying still struggling a little bit um you know what i'm saying it's... but um i'm i'm getting there i'm getting there um i feel like parenting is just one of those things where like I don't know if it really gets easier. I think it gets easier on your like third child. You know what I mean? Like by the third one, you're like, all right, I kind of got this down packed. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not there yet. It's, it's, it's still a little challenging, but we're doing good, but we're doing good nevertheless. Entering 2022, I really just, um, I've really just been in this space of like reflection and in this space of just trying to just really like trying to visualize where am I going to be? Uh, like, where do we go from here? You know, um, for me, this is the fifth year in my five year plan. And for the past four years, to my surprise, I have accomplished almost every single goal that I've written down on paper. Um, there's been a few things that I've decided you know, that's really not something I actually need to work towards or want to work towards. Um, there's been a few things that I've said, oh, okay, I've started working towards that and this might take a little bit more than a year to get done and that's okay too. Um, but for the past four years, I have accomplished everything that I've put my mind to and everything that I've wrote down on paper. And I'm really, really proud of that. Um, but this is, this is my fifth year. This is like my final year, um, which is a little... It's, I wouldn't say scary is the word, but it's it's an interesting place to be at. Um, five years ago, this life that I'm living now seemed so unattainable and so far away. Um, 
and I felt so trapped. <laughs> so to be here now is just like I'm sitting in Mexico and making this podcast episode. I'm about to go to dinner. Like I have a wonderful support system of friends and family. I am surrounded by love and abundance. My business is thriving. It's just like I- I'm in school. My kid is healthy, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Niggas did not think they would be here, you know? Um, And things are surely not perfect. There's a whole lot of holes that I got to plug, and there's things that I still need to stabilize. But, like, just seeing how far I come is um, really just, like, wow for me. But also kind of scary because it's like, because this seemed so like so big at one point um you know I was I've just been focused on getting here for the past five years like I've just been like head down grinding and um now as we're like coming to a close as this year is really like the final year of my five-year plan I'm like having to envision the next five to ten years of my life and that's exciting it's really exciting but it's a little scary it's a little scary so that's kind of where I'm at and what I've been doing, um, kind of like going, kind of if we like go back in the story, um, you know, I mean, if you followed my journey for a while, you know that like I left Hampton University after I was sexually assaulted and I ended up coming home and then I ended up um, in crazy relationships and some toxic situations and um, ended up having a baby and you know, Justin is wonderful. He's here. He's thriving. And, um, yeah, I just, when I had my son, I had this like moment where it was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? You, a nigga's going to kill you one day if you don't get the fuck out of these abusive ass situations. And like this just stupidity loop. I felt like I was stuck in stupidity loop in my life. It was just like, I was always being victimized. I was always being just like, abused and overlooked and it was just a really dark time in my life I felt like powerless and like I couldn't um accomplish anything and I really just eventually you have so many explosive moments in your life that like you finally have one and for me the one that um I had that really like was my fucking like aha wake-up call well technically I had one before this that should have been my aha wake-up call but you know what I'm saying I was uh, I'm a stubborn bitch sometimes and so um it took another event to like get me to be like oh shit like I really um have got to start making better choices in my life and that was definitely in 2000 and 17 when I was dating this guy after me and my baby father had broken up and um that nigga broke my knee and so you know once you're on crutches um you just you know I'm saying you start to think differently you start to think differently once the nigga put you on crutches so you know I just really had this moment where I was like damn I gotta get my life together like I gotta start making better decisions I gotta start putting myself in better like I can't take this anymore like I cannot take this life anymore I have got to get myself in a life that's better and different than this um and so that sprung me into action and um I really got serious about having a five-year plan and like being really focused in my life um and developing my five-year plan really just like changed everything for me um I broke my toxic cycle of abusive relationships I started making more money I found a way when my son was little to stay with him until he was 20 months old. I got to stay home in the day with him um, because I bartended at night, which meant he didn't have to go to school or to daycare. But like as a single mom, like that was a huge accomplishment for me. Um, Got my little brothers out of my house and off to school. One of them's at NYU. So like that's been really like all these things that like I just, I was able to, like, once I made the decision that, like, all right, you know, I I don't got time for this bullshit no more. Like, I'm not playing games with my life anymore. Everything changed for me. Everything changed for me after that point. And um, it's just been transformative ever since. I've been able to do so much and become so much. And 
it's been a bumpy ride though because it's like even after getting out of like those trenches out you know what i'm saying i've still been in the trenches um <laughs> years i've been in the trenches bitch but it's like you know even when you be in the trenches still it's like it gets a little bit it gets incre incrementally better um so now like okay let's fast forward right let's fast forward to 2019 in 2019 i left the club or no, 2018, I ended up leaving the club, end of 2018, left the club, 2019, I get this full-time job at this medical tech company, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so amazing, this is so great, I'm getting paid this money, it's like, oh, this is so great, this is great, right, like, I felt like I was, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I get this job, and I feel like I'm that nigga, it's great, right, um, and then that place ends up being super toxic, and like, destroying my fucking mental and physical health, um, and I was so lucky, though, because right when I had taken that job, I was now at, like, this was the first year, I think. Yeah, this was the first year of my five-year plan, right? And I had decided, like, I was going to become, like, whatever I need to do to become financially literate, like, I am going to soak in as much financial literacy as I can. Because if you're not financially literate, then, like, I don't know how you intend to have a great life for yourself. So what was so lucky about that is that, you know, while I'm at this job, it's like I'm fucking anxious all the time and I'm sick all the time and I'm stressed and I'm like working 60 hour weeks because I'm still like bartending after work. And like, it's just, it was too much. You know what I'm saying? I got all these fucking teenagers in my fucking house. God bless a household with no teenagers. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. Amen. Like god bless okay i can't tell you how happy i am to have a household without teenagers now i love love them love them i'm a little bit of an empty nester but no teenagers is great um so yeah 2019 it's just like you know like my job was really toxic and like they started having layoffs and the week before christmas or the week of christmas 2019 i got laid off from my job um and I was just like, I had hormonal imbalance. It's just everything was fucked up. Like my health was fucked up. My mental was fucked up. This job had fucking broken me. Um, and I was just like, damn, like, damn, what am I gonna do? Like, what am I gonna do? But I had been birthing this idea for this business. I had been birthing this idea for this business. Like I really want to, you know, go out into consulting for digital marketing and for production because I've been doing it and I feel like I'm good at it and I feel like you know I can help other business owners with their digital content and their online media and I and I feel like I can help other business owners with their digital marketing strategies right and I you know I had to say you know and I was like but I also want to coach people and like I feel like I can help people with their self-love and their you know person and, and I want to do these things um but at that point, I didn't have the confidence, quite frankly, to like openly coach people. Um, I was still in friendships and s spaces that um, I feel like made me dim my light and made me be less of who I should be and less of who I am. And um, it was still impacting my confidence. And so 2019, week of Christmas, I get laid off. I lose my fucking job. And God just tells me, like, you ain't never going to have to work a full-time job for nobody else ever again in your life. You ain't going to have to work no nine-to-five. And I'm like, that sounds crazy, Jesus. That sounds real crazy, but you'll do it, won't you? So, you know, that happens. I get laid off. Um, 2020 starts, and it starts off, like, fucking crazy. Like, I had neighbors at my old place trying to fucking fight me, like motherfuckers slashing my tires calling the cops on me like 2020 started out wild my nigga and it started out so wild I think partly because it was like that was year three of my plan and that was the most important year in my plan when I wrote my plan it was literally like it was like a vision came to me and I just like I literally just visualized, I was like, this is what the fuck my life is going to be. This is where I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to do. Like this, I just had this vision and I put all that shit on paper. Right. And, um, I always knew year three would be my hardest year and my most important year. 
I was like, no year is going to be as important as 2020 for me. And baby, when I say the devil started attacking me like a motherfucker, oh, yes, he did. Um, yes, he did. He attacked the fuck out of me in 2020. Um, June 14th, 2020, I literally left my house to go to brunch. I left my apartment um, to go to brunch. I came back from brunch to change my clothes and grab my computer and go to my boyfriend's house to get some work done. My boyfriend at the time, we are not together anymore. I am single. I just felt like I had to throw that out there, you know. Um, <laughs> I left to go to my boyfriend at the time's house. And um, within 15 minutes of me getting there, and he literally lived right like down the street, not too far. Within 15 minutes of me getting there, I get a call from my little brother panicking frantically like there's cops at the door, they're not letting me in the house, what's going on, what's going on, right? Um, so long story short, uh, my other brother, the who's in his 20s, um, crazy ass little girlfriend, <sighs> causes a ruckus, breaks into the house, starts fighting with him. Um, calls the cops, lies, and uh, now I, now my house is a search warrant being set for it, and it, like there's SWAT, and it was some crazy shit. Um, the craziest thing about this is that it was literally the day of my lease renewal. My lease renewal was I was literally had an appointment to sign my lease renewal in the morning. Um, so it was, it was just, it was like, it was just a crazy situation. Like you don't ever just leave your house and expect that like when you get home, you won't even be able to get into your house, let alone that you won't have nowhere to live by the end of the night. Um, but that's exactly what happened. Um, the thing that was so crazy about all this though, right, is that at the beginning of 2020, no, at the end of 2019, Right when I was getting laid off, that week I was getting laid off, I wrote down in my manifestation part of my plan for the um, the upcoming year, you know, what was I manifesting? I wrote down, I'm going to move my son and me into a three bedroom home. We're going to we're going to get a three bedroom home with a backyard and a basement. I was like, that's what we need. We're going to get a, a, and wood floors because I love me some wood floors. So I was like, we're going to get a three bedroom home with a backyard, a basement and wood floors. That's what I wrote down. Right. That's what I wrote down. The apartment I was living in at the time was like two bedrooms, extremely fucking expensive. We had so many motherfuckers in that shit. It like, it'd be a little ghetto over here sometimes. Um, it was very expensive and very crowded. And I it was a beautiful apartment, but the neighborhood was not the best. Um, you know what I'm saying? If you're familiar, Belle Prix, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Belle Prix, but it was not the best, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I really wanted to leave there. And also I was just at a point where it's like um, the deal I had made with my parents when it came to my brothers was that I would... Um, you know, be responsible for them up until May of 2020 when my youngest brother would graduate high school and would be off to college. Like that was my commitment to my family. And it, my goal was like, I'm going to provide this, this child the stability he needs during his high school career. I'm going to provide him that stability and support that he needs so that way he can thrive and then he can go off and live his Ivy League dreams. And nigga, we made it, okay? Because, you know what I'm saying? We, we definitely made it. Um, but, yeah, you know, this that's that was my commitment. My commitment was till May 2020. Um, and so I had wrote down that, like, you know, I wanted to move me and my son into this house. I had been praying to God to, you know, undo the knot of codependency and... Um, just the strain that my nuclear family caused on to my life. I wanted to really like be released and released from that. Um, and I had prayed to God a lot for like, just, I really was like, I just really want a moment where like I can have this like 
safe space that's uninterrupted by other people's crazy drama and psycho bullshit for me and my son like that's what I really wanted right so June 14th comes it's my lease renewal you know what I'm saying crazy bitches do crazy shit um SWAT teams at the house warrants and search warrants and shit you know what I'm saying by the time the night ends my house is destroyed. If you've ever had the cops do a search warrant on your house, you're fully aware that, like, they wreck your fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? They they run through your shit. Um, I, God bless. They didn't destroy my room, um, which I begged them not to because I had just started the business at the beginning of the year. You remember, this is June 2020. I just started the business fucking January 2020, my nigga. So, like, my room was full of inventory. If you remember the wellness boxes, the, the Good Day Gratitude journals, the merch, whatever. Like, my room was full of inventory. So, I was like, look, I know you're going to fuck my house up, but please, for the love of God, don't destroy um, my merchandise because I started this business that I have. I started this business with the fucking $1,200 stimulus check that they sent us at the beginning of 2020. That first little stimulus check, that's how a bitch started her business. I literally survived off of my taxes, that stimulus check. Like I survived off that shit and I started my business with that shit. I was like, you know what? I don't have no fucking money, but I got a dream and I got a vision and I got a plan. And you know what I'm saying? I knew year three was going to be hard. So let's do it. Right. So yeah, basically I like begged the fucking, um, officer to tell the detectives, like, please, you know what I'm saying? Go through my room without breaking everything in it. Um, so by the time I got back in my house, um, everything was pretty much destroyed. Uh, you know, doors off of hinges, couches flipped over and broken in half, uh, dressers broken, beds broken. Um, yeah, no, they fucked my shit up. They fucked my shit up. Um, so yeah, you know, I got back in my house and, um, everything I had basically worked for, for the past 10 years, like everything I had accomplished was gone. Um, something I've really prided myself on since I was 18 is the fact that like, I've always been able to keep a roof over my head, um, and keep a space for myself. Like other than the nine months when I came home from Hampton, I've lived by myself. Um, so just having, my sacred space like really just violated in that way the space that I provided for my son and my brothers to just be safe and happy you know like especially for me and my brothers like growing up our household wasn't a peaceful or happy place it was a really sad place of full of fucking fighting and screaming and craziness and like verbal abuse and like it was not a happy fucking place so for me like being a young adult it was always a huge priority to me that like I would provide a space where me and my brothers could have peace and stability where we could just be like ourselves and be happy and have peace and stability and it wasn't always perfect um it definitely wasn't always perfect I'm not saying that I have ran a perfect household I'm not saying I do run a perfect household you know what I'm saying I be yelling sometimes um but having that space was something I had worked really hard to like do and um just having everything just all your possession everything just just you know just like you know strips it was just it was it was it was it was, it was a little traumatizing <laughs> well traumatizing i'm not gonna lie um it definitely was and so that happened june 14th 2020 but i just i i just um afterwards i just knew that like you know what it was already time for me to move from this place anyways. I had a bad feeling about re-signing my lease. So I just had a feeling. I was like, you know what? God's in control and he's going to get me through this. Um, so from June 14th, 2020 until 
December 31st, 2020, I was effectively homeless. I um, stayed uh, with my aunt, with my boyfriend, uh, with my friends. I just kind of like couch hopped. Um, the kids stayed with my dad. And I just was like, I got to get my shit together. I got to I got to figure this out. So I ran my business out of my Honda, my Honda Accord. I would go to all my nature spots. If you know me, you know, I love a nature spot and I love a picnic. So I would go to nature spots um, in, in, in my Honda Accord and I'd park it and um, pull out a picnic blanket. Uh, if it was, you know, when it was still warm outside, pull out the picnic blanket, get my computer out and uh, get to working. And when it was cold, if I, you know, couldn't go bother bumming Wi-Fi from somebody for a few hours, just go park in my Honda Accord, crank the heat up, you know what I'm saying, roll a blunt, and I would just get to it. Um, and I literally ran my business out of my fucking car <laughs> for six months. And um, I, somewhere in this six months, uh, shortly after I lost my house or my apartment, um, I had this plan um, where I was like, God said I'm not going to have to go back to a nine to five. So like, okay, this is this is gonna work somehow it's gonna work somehow this business is gonna work I don't know when this business is gonna work I don't know how this business is gonna work but somehow you know what I'm saying it's gonna work because the vision I've had for me for years is that I'm gonna be a billionaire serial entrepreneur you know what I'm saying so I was like the vision is gonna work this is the start of it um, so I had this idea where I was like I'm gonna go back to school because something that I've experienced a lot in my career as a young black woman that's like super frustrating of course is you know everybody wants to find a way to not fucking pay you so sometimes you just got to have a degree to get in the door um and so that when you get in the door they can't try to stiff you for the money you're worth um or take your credit so you know I decided I was like I'm gonna go back to school and I'm gonna find a way to have school pay me and like school will be my job and it'll pay me and it'll provide the stability and foundation I need for me and my son um so that we can have a nice house and that way all the money I make from my business can you know start can, can be flowing where it needs to flow right so I started going on this mad dash to apply to schools, right? So like I start applying to schools. I find this one school in Pennsylvania that's it's a small liberal arts college. It seems perfect, right? So I start applying to the school. Literally, I tell you, I applied to this school in August, okay? I applied to the school in August. Get accepted. Then they come back. They're like, oh, we have to rescind your acceptance letter. We need to, you know, we need you to send us more information, da da da, da. So it's like they send me through this big runaround, right? Mind you, meanwhile, during this time, I'm like fucking couch hopping. I'm running a business out of my fucking Honda Accord. And I'm like desperately trying to get me and my son back into our own living space. But I don't want to just settle for any living space, right? So I start like like mad dashing, um, like just like applying for shit, right? Luckily, I had already been working on getting my credit up. So like I was just doing that you know what I'm saying I was like I gotta get to that 720 because I knew I was like if I can get to a 720 I can go ahead I can apply for the house without a co-signer and I can you know what I'm saying I can I can do what it do I can get me a little lease and get me a little little space right so all that's going on and I'm like working so hard and like you know things just aren't always panning out how I want it to be that's why I like but I already knew year three would be my hardest fucking year right so it's just like, damn, I was like, you know, this guy wasn't lying when he said that. And um, it was just hard. I was like applying to to houses and like getting denied or, you know, getting getting rejected or like on the listing, it would say that you need like a 650 credit score. And then they'd be like, oh, no, actually, we need 750. And I'd be like, I think it's just because I'm a nigga, but OK. Um <laughs> Like, just like little dumbass shit um and it was just it was really frustrating it was a very it was a very frustrating time the lights are on great okay um yeah no it was just a very frustrating time so like <clears throat> literally I like just I kept praying to God like I just please put us in a house right put us in a house and like change the situation for us and so literally December 1st, I signed the lease to my house and got my keys. And that was a huge moment for me. That was a huge moment for me, not only because it was a show of my power of manifestation. It was like this very direct show of like, 
I thought this, I envisioned this, I made a plan towards it, I enact, I executed the plan and like now here we are and like I didn't give up when like I had all these just road bumps we'll call them right um so it was like a huge win for me but it was also just a huge relief and a really big show of like just God's faithfulness to me and um his love for me because he told me he would do it. He said by 2020, I would have my house. And literally on the last day of 2020, I got my house. Um, and the craziest thing is my house is exactly what I fucking manifested. Like three bedrooms, wood floors, backyard, um, fucking basement. Like it's exactly what I wanted and what I manifested. So like, it was just a crazy moment. Cause it was like, I already knew, like, I already knew the shit I was on was working, but, you know, sometimes it's easy when you're in the really hard part of your journey to get doubtful and to start being like, damn, is this really going to work? Did I, did I make the wrong decision? Did I take the right path? Like, should I just go back and get a nine to five? Because like, damn, my business isn't taking off as quick as I thought it would take off. And like, you know, and, and just all these, all these negative, doubtful things come into your head, but like really just seeing how like God sustained me that whole time and never let me go without really like that was a huge moment for me and like that's those six months were hard like there were there were nights I slept in motels like it was not an easy fucking time in my life um but now I wake up every morning and I wake up in this beautiful spacious home um, and it's not filled with people and it's not filled with drama or chaos. And this morning I woke up and I was in fucking Mexico. And so it's like, you know, you just really got to like put, give it to God's plan. So 2021 hits, I have this new home, um, and I need school, right? I was like, okay, because that was the second part of the plan. I was like, if I can get the house, then I got to get into school because school, school won't pay for this house. Um, the school I had been applying to was running me around in circles, whatever, right? And then my mom's like, why don't you just apply to this school that like, I'm not going to say the name of it because I don't actually want y'all knowing like where I go to school and where I live and shit like that. Um, not that I don't trust y'all, but like some of y'all could be stalkers. I don't fucking know. So, um, my mom was like, why don't you apply to this school? And like, you know, it's a really nice campus and it's like a small one, but it's like really woman oriented. And, um, like it just has a really good reputation. Why don't you go ahead and apply there? When I tell you I applied to that school seven days before the semester started and that within seven days I had been accepted into the school, I had gotten a scholarship to help me pay for my education within seven days. When I tell you God be working, baby, God be working, God be working like Kris Jenner, okay? Literally, like after months of going through this runaround with this other school, I ended up getting accepted to where I'm at now, getting a scholarship into my program. Like it was literally the most divine thing ever. And um, even though school stresses me out and kind of ruins my life from that standpoint, something that's been so beautiful is that like I have found such a support system at my at my uh, university. It's I've found such a support system. I found really great mentors. I've found really great supportive professors who are just like really like just been helping put me on. And it's just it's been a really wonderful experience. Um, and you know my plan worked, baby, because um, in 2021 I paid my rent in full for five months upfront because of school that's another thing that I accomplished in 2021 thanks to manifestation and having a plan my rent was paid up front for the whole fucking year of 2021 there was only two months that I had to fucking figure out and 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 and, and you know get real real hustly for my rent only two months out of the whole year for 10 months out of the year of 2021 my rent was paid up front in full months in advance prepaid rent assets nigga you know what i'm saying so 
that was a huge accomplishment for me. Um, and something that I literally manifested because like in January, I was like, I want to pay my rent up front this whole year. Like I want, I want, I just want to do that. So that was like a huge fucking thing. Um, and so just being able to like get back in school, to get the house, to be able to pay the rent up front. Like, and the thing is like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying baby was balling in 2021. It was, it was a year where like I had to, you know, make sure I was being like really good with my budgeting and like I couldn't splurge or um, do a bunch of like trips or whatever. But like I literally had everything I need. I have not been in need. I have not gone without. I would say at least in 18 months, but probably more than that, if I'm being very honest, like God has always sustained me even through the fucking shitty ass times. So just like seeing 2021 after 2020 being such a really like just difficult and trying year, which I know it was for everybody. Um, but the thing that's ironic is that while 2020 was like a really hard year for me, it was actually one of the best years of my life. Like I was really joyful, even being fucking homeless and running a business out of my car. Like I was really joyful and I felt like I was really making moves. Um, and it was also nice because like the pandemic slowed everybody down to like my time. Um, so 2020 was really hard for me, but I, I say that to say that it, it wasn't bad. 2021 was probably not as hard because I was... So here's the irony, right? In 2021, I was literally sitting in the middle of blessings that I had prayed and worked super hard for in previous years. I, I was sitting in my new life. But what was hard was I had to still grieve the loss of who I used to be, the life I used to have. Even if those things weren't perfect, I still love them because they're a part of my journey. And so in 2021, I had to, like, I, I really struggled with um, being in the moment, being present. I, I struggled with depression last year. I, I really struggled with these things, which was ironic because it's like, I'm literally sitting in the middle of these great blessings that I prayed for, but I'm having, I, w I was having an issue receiving it because the woman I am now and the woman I am becoming was foreign to the woman that I had been and the woman that I was attached to. And so what 2021 really gave me, if anything, um, it gave me perspective and it gave me alignment because what 2021 did is it forced me to get comfortable walking in my new life and walking in the woman I am. And it also made me, um, hmm, 2021 broke a lot of bad habits for me. It really worked me out of, um, some self-destructive habits I had, some, just, just some patterns that I had been in, um, mostly attachment patterns that were related to um, having a fearful avoidant attachment style, which is something I went to therapy for and, and worked a lot on last year. Um, 2021 really like pushed me out of some of those things so that I can fully sit in the woman that I am now. And I will definitely say it gave me like a lot of perspective. Also a lot of like first though you know which was hard though right because it's like I had one of my biggest career moments up until this point in my career in 2021 and like the moment that big accomplishment came like I broke down I was in tears I was a mess I was feeling shitty that week I felt like I wasn't good and like I was it's like you know what I'm saying it's like you would think that like after pulling 16 hour days, seven days a week for months on end, um, which really more than months on end, cause I've been working like a Jamaican my whole damn life. But you would think that, you know, after doing it and getting this accomplishment that I would be like elated. And it's like, I, I, it's like, I put out the project and then like, I automatically just like shut down a little bit because it was just like, it was just, um, foreign, you know, if anything, it was foreign and like it, and it also kept triggering that, that grieving, um, 
which is something that I think is like really important that people don't usually talk about how it's like you legitimately have to grieve every transformation and passage in your life. Um, particularly if you are somebody that's going to practice self-love. you If you are someone that practices self-love, you are likely going to struggle with grief when you get to these um, big moments in your life or when you get to these transformations and these changes because why would you not grieve the person that you once were if you loved them? Yeah, you know they no longer serve you. You know that you got to let them go, you know, and you got to you got to um repurpose that part of yourself. You know what I mean? But of course there's going to be some grief there. Um and so I think that that's something that 2021 like really forced me to do is like I really grieved in 2021. I grieved losses from childhood a lot of losses from my early adulthood that I had just been eating because I'd been in survival mode for so fucking long um that like last year when 2021 hit and like I didn't have to be in survival mode anymore like I didn't know how to turn it off and I I had to grieve and 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 like really relinquish um and I'm still in that process. Like, I'm definitely still in that process. Um, I think I'm coming to an end of it. Well, I know I'm coming to an end of it because I know the cycle of grief, but I'm coming to an end of it. Um, but it was definitely something that, like, had to happen um, that I just, I really didn't anticipate. Uh, I, I never anticipated that the moment I was sitting in the in the new life, in the life-changing blessings that I'd worked so hard for, I didn't anticipate that I would be overcome with such a feeling of grief um, as I had to mourn and let go of the things I lost. Um, and, and not so much as lost, but the things that I outgrew, the people, places, spaces, situations, lifestyles, mental thought patterns that I outgrew. So it really gave me like some alignment there and just perspective on that. And then I'll also say 2021 really, really highlighted um, the highlighted lesson for me was one of blessings versus wins. You see, when you go for a blessing, you don't get to choose how it comes. Um, and it it's something that is long lasting in its goodness, but it doesn't always serve your ego right away, right? Whereas a win, a win is like short term in its goodness and it serves your ego instantaneously. It gives you that instant gratification um, that we all so desperately crave in today's society. And so I think that like in 2021, a mistake I made when I was doing my year goal charting you know when I was planning my goals for that year and uh, manifesting that year a mistake I made is that I was still caught up in feeling like I had to prove myself um like I had to prove myself to myself like I had to prove myself to others like I had to get this proof of concept um to show why I deserved the things that were coming to me and why I deserved the things I've been working for and so I really had this idea in my head that like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, accomplish these goals, not really because they're long term, like that necessary, but because in this moment, they'll, they'll make a statement, they'll make a show, um, they'll give me a win, they'll make my ego feel big and good. And it's not to say that your ego isn't supposed to feel big and good, because God would not have given you an ego if he did not want you to utilize it and to feed it and nurture it, right? Your ego is actually your friend. It's about who's in control, right? You have to think of your life as like, think of it as a car, and you have your ego and your soul. You don't want your ego in the driver's seat. You want your soul in the driver's seat and you want your ego running, running, lookout, navigation in the passenger seat. You want your ego, you know, she's DJing the playlist. She's looking out for the cops. She's making sure you don't miss the fucking exit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where you want your ego in the passenger seat. You want your soul in the driver's seat. But you, you know, I really am against this, like, kill the ego. I don't believe in killing the ego. I believe in, um nurturing the ego and teaching the ego so that it can live in harmony with your soul so I think a big thing that I 
with that being said, right? Like with that being uh, a kind of a way I live my life, going into 2021, I was so hungry from 2020, right? Like, and just kind of still in shock mode because you have to understand, like when I lost the house, there was no time to like cry about that shit. Like, nigga, I left my my home today thinking I had a home and now nigga, I'm homeless and I still got, you know what I'm saying? A business that's got to be run. You know what I'm saying? I got to, you know, get the stability back for my kid. Like, nigga, there was no time to sit there and fucking like, oh, about that shit. You know what I'm saying? I had one fucking day of ah crying, maybe two. Like, that's it. I did not have time for that. Like, I literally just had to like, nigga, when I say get it out the mud, nigga, I had to get it out the mud. And that's what I did. So when I started getting my blessings this year, like, I was still kind of shell-shocked and, um, just in this mode of like, I'm not safe. I'm not safe. I'm not safe. And I'm not going to lie. Like it's really probably taken like this solo trip in the beginning of now 2022 for me to like finally be like, Oh wait, maybe I am safe again. Um, to feel like, Oh no, no, no. Like I, I am secure and safe. Um, just kind of like in my place here in this world. Um, And in terms of like what God uh, is doing for me and it it just, I was really shell shocked. So yeah, like going into 2021, there was just like, I was really focused on wins because I was just in this mindset of like, you got to get it. Like you got to, you got to do this, you know? And so I put all these things on my list that were like just stupid ass fucking ego wins that the issue wasn't so much the goal, but it was the intent behind the goal. Like, do I think I will, no, not think, do I know that I will accomplish all the things that I decided this year were not the time to accomplish them? Yes, I will later down the line, but I will accomplish them when my intention is vibrating at a high enough frequency to like match that accomplishment, right? When my intention is pure, that's when those blessings will come. Um, but something I learned this year is that like, if the intent is just to do something for your ego, to prove a point to others, to prove a point to yourself, to look for proof of concept, then like you're setting yourself up for struggle. Um, and uh, the proof of concept thing was a big thing that I learned in 2021 because it was like, because it was like, God is has never asked us to go looking for proof of concept right like as far as god's concerned motherfucker you're alive you're still breathing you're still here that's all the proof of concept your ass should fucking need like that's all the proof of concept that you should need that like you can achieve whatever the fuck you put your mind to and that like you have purpose and you got you got some shit to do um and so for me i was really stuck on feeling like just feeling very shaken. Also like, uh, coming into 2021, I was leaving like a very kind of like toxic, uh, working situation with, um, an old company that I was a part of and just like, and like, also like in 2021, I, um, I finally like cut off like a, a kind of just a really toxic work situation. So there was just a lot of things that were really like, fueling me but maybe not in the best way like the fuel of like fuck y'all niggas I'm approved to you that's that's good but it can only go so far right and so um I feel like I made all these goals that were like very proof of concept based of like I'm gonna do this but not really because I need to do this just because I want to prove to you motherfuckers that I can do this shit and it's kind of just like who gives a fuck about who gives a fuck if these people are doubting um, so where are we now? 2022. This year I'm really just focused on manifesting peace of mind and I am dead focused on hitting my six-figure revenue goal this year. That is what I'm focused on. I just help as many people as I can possibly help this year. Um, 
I think something that I've learned, you know, or that's been reinforced to me is the importance of helping, you know, putting on yourself first so you can put on others. Um, and I finally feel like I'm in a place where, like, I can trust in the value I bring and, and to create this big impact. Um, and it's so funny because it's not like the value I bring hasn't been there this whole time. But, you know, I just didn't believe in myself the way I needed to believe in myself. And so 2022, I just really feel like I have this newfound um, sense of self-efficacy because I realized that my belief in self is a reflection of my faith in God. Um, I, I feel like I'm finally myself again. Um, that was a big thing for me uh, in 2021 towards the end and here at the beginning of 2022. This is the first time in 10 plus years that I feel like myself. Um, I'm finally me again. Like it makes me emotional. Just like I, like I, I feel like I found myself again, um, my whole self. Uh, I've, I've reached a new level of wholeness that I never even could have imagined was intended for me. And I'm so, so grateful for that. I'm so grateful to finally feel like myself again. That's a huge accomplishment. So, you know, just having this, um, this increased confidence and this belief in myself, it's, it's, I'm just so ready to share it with, uh, the rest of the world and, and, and kind of riding off a high. Cause I, 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 I was killing my career goals in 2021. I'm not going to lie. You know what I'm saying? That's for sure. I'm loved and I was up on the back. I was killing it. Um, and I'm just, I'm ready to continue that. Um, and it, it's so cool because I'm finally in this place where it's like, oh, I've created a career around helping people. And that's literally all I ever wanted to do was like, I want to be as big and brilliant and amazing as I can be, but I, I want to help as many people as I can help because that's the purpose behind my big brilliance, right? So, and finally being in this space where I have this business and, um, well, really these two businesses effectively, um, ho housed under one brand, um, or housed under one entity, just finally being at this place where I'm like, oh, wait, I can help all the people without like draining the fuck out of myself like without being a martyr you know what I mean like and that's just a beautiful place to be so this year I'm really really looking forward to helping as many people as I can potentially um help and um that's that's really exciting to me like oh it's it's fun time so something that I have been waiting to announce to you guys is that this year um I will be sharing the template for my five-year plan um it's helped me achieve great things and so i want to make it available to you to help you achieve great things too but on top of that that's not where we're gonna stop on top of that there will also be a new live from the backseat mastermind group that you can join we will meet once a month virtually and in this group, you will find a group of like-minded people uh, that you can strategize with, that you can share your challenges with. We will goal set together. We will um, come up with solutions together. We will network. We will hold each other accountable. We will empower each other. We will cheer each other on. Um, it, it is going to be an amazing space and a great space for you guys where you're going to have access to me and have the ability to get all of my help and resources um, as well. So it's another uh, great way, particularly for somebody who's been thinking about doing coaching, but you're not 100% sure if you're ready to do some one-on-one -on -one and you're just kind of looking um, just to really build a support system for yourself along your journey and you're looking to really take your life by the reins. And if you're looking to change your life and transform your life and see transformative change if you want to wake up a year from now two years from now three years from now four years from now five years from now and say wow i never dreamed or i only dreamed or imagined i i never really thought that this would be possible for me and wow look at me here i am in it like 
you can have that, that you can have that moment and that can happen for you. Um, and it'll be beautiful when it does, you know, that's one thing I will say, like, I, I'm in, I'm in the most beautiful, um, mental space right now. And it's, it's a really great place to be. So I just really want to be able to share that with all of you. And so the mastermind group will really allow me to do that. Um, now, one thing I will say is that slots will be limited. Um, clearly the journal, the five-year plan, um, digital journal that, uh, will be openly available uh, to everyone who would like to purchase it, but the slots in the master in the master plan mastermind group will be limited. Um, so because of that, I do encourage everybody um, to go ahead and secure your slot uh, rather quickly. So yeah, um, that's pretty much it. It's getting kind of late here. Uh, it's also getting kind of loud where I'm at. People keep kind of walking by being kind of loud um it's dinner time i'm hungry i'm gonna head out uh as always comment rate subscribe share this you know what i'm saying if you're on youtube hit that subscribe button hit that like button go ahead and share it to your facebook page share it to your instagram share it with your friends share it with your mama share it with your granny share it with your with your sister and your cousin too okay all of them share it with the peoples um, have a great night. It's not nighttime for you, probably. I don't know. I don't know. Enjoy your day. Make sure that you always remember to do what? Wake up with gratitude and go to sleep with forgiveness. It's your girl, Simone. I'm signing out. Thanks for joining me in the backseat.